Hey, rock stars, I'm JB, expert salesperson and master presenter. I'm the doctor, psychologist, and behavioral expert. This is the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab Podcast. We're high-performance coaches that help service-based professionals and entrepreneurs take their skills to the next level. 70% of entrepreneurs fail, which is why every week we have real talk with real entrepreneurs to help ensure you are not one of them. We're also the inventors of the Be Rich Mindset, where we rise to mastery, inspire greatness, celebrate knowledge, and help others along the way. So join us in the lab. And now, on to the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to BBB. I'm JB. I'm the doctor. We've got Who are you? Guest with us. I know. <laughs> Who is this? Susan Block. How's What's, everybody? Been? Uh, the infamous. <laughs> is that what notorious? They <laughs> <laughs> Keep them going. <laughs> Super fabulous. <laughs> oh, this I, is I getting. Can't I, I can't beat that. I can't beat that. Go super fabulous. That's a good accurate. Susan, thanks for joining us. Pleasure to have you on with us. It's always, always it's always fun. Thank you. Did did Andre warn you about this though? I mean, did he did he tell you to come prepared with a drink? Well, so I was on vacation for about two weeks, so I'm uh, I'm drinking my iced tea this evening. <laughs> Recuperating from vacation, right? You need a vacation from vacation. I get it. Hydrate. <laughs> I wish I could say the same, but I haven't been on vacation for two weeks. I am going on vacation in two weeks. Yeah, oh, where you, you something a good short, going, right? uh, short jaunt out to Vegas. Oh, nice. So only mild debauchery. Mild. <laughs> mild in Vegas. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I really don't buy that. I, I mean. That, that but we'll see. take for it. Wink, wink. <laughs> take what I can get. Actually, Derby weekend. So that's why we're uh, headed out that way. I'm more going because someone said Vegas and I said, sure. Yes, exactly. Well, someone offered me a, a, a complimentary cruise, so I couldn't resist. So when someone offers you a uh, a free or discounted trip, you go. <laughs> right? Yeah. There we go. We're done for the day. That's our lesson. But, Thanks but for you watching. Get, you get to write this one off, Doc, right? Because you potentially go into a conference with one of our podcast guests, Greg, Greg Drowsdow. Snap Kraken's got a big uh, conference going on. You may be joining. Yeah, the so. Jolt Conference. I am going to make yeah. a special appearance, whether they know it or not. Um, <laughs> Sneak it in just to write it off. Run out there, take a picture, pay for something, get a receipt, and be like, hey, text it. Is yes. this, this isn't being recorded, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just need to not tell Greg you're going and then somehow photobomb one of his photos like a press release. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Classic. Wait till they get It'd a load awesome. of me. Right? So I guess from? we should... we. Don't ask me a movie quote. Come on. That's not fair. Actually, you're pretty good at those usually. Say it again. You're usually pretty good at those. So do you want me to No, not quote? that part. Say, say the quote. Said, wait till they get a load of me. Hmm. It's iconic. Actually, I probably should have done it more in his voice, but that would give it away too much because I'm a spot on Jack Nicholson. Hmm. <laughs> Is that... um? Him as a Joker. Yep. Back in the Batman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Original I had to Batman. Place it. Yeah, I had to place that. That took me a minute. All right. That's, that's not bad. Yeah, I'm pulling a movie from '89, so it's not that big of a deal. I mean, you're going back 40 years, <laughs> almost. <laughs> Yikes. 30 right. years. You, don't you don't just, make it too bad. You just did. You dated us a little bit. Um, all right. So for anybody joining us today, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is BBB, Better Business Brewing. As the name suggests, it's a chance for us to drink and maybe answer some of the questions and challenges and some of the difficult things you may or may not be going through in your business or your life. So really, it's a good way for good friends to have a drink together. That means you too online. And uh, so as always, I like to start with just a uh, what are you drinking? Susan, we already know you're drinking a nice tea. I and know. 
I know. As Can we, we just pretend it's a Long Island iced tea. Can we just sure. like go for it? Sure. Well, I was in Long Island in New York this weekend, so. <laughs> All right, we're 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 going for it. At least it's you know in in memory of you know. <laughs> was in Long Island iced tea. There you go. So I'm I'm going a little soft today. I got a little vino. I mean, I'm actually really, I'm going basic. I got a little Kim Kim C Kim Crawford which is I like the it. most standard of standard bar wines you can have. It's also a staple in my fridge. <laughs> not going to lie. So, so you're also a BB. You're a basic um, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a basic business brewer, yeah. <laughs> well, like mostly bourbons. Uh, but I try, to, I try to drink something different every one of these. So every month I try to drink something new. Oh, that's a good one. It's, a good one. it's hard to see in the lighting, but I can see it. It's Angel's Envy. And that's you know a, the bottle. That's a solid one. Yeah. It's a solid one. Actually, Susan, it, 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 I'm being totally transparent. Uh, I haven't bought bourbon in a while, and I like kind of finished all of my bourbon. And so I really need to take a trip to the liquor store. But in the meantime, I've been drinking through my beer and my wine and all those other things. I, I sound like a, a drunk. I'm not. I swear <laughs> I don't drink that often. It's just that long between trips to the liquor store. That's all. You know, they never now. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my liver results might be smidgen <laughs> high, but it's it's okay. I mean, uh, livery. <laughs> so, Doc, you got a little Angel's Evie. Looks like you had a hard day and a long it's one. It's been a long one, so that's why I bust out the Angel. So I might have a secret stash in our office. From when we celebrate, when you and I are working together, we like to occasionally madman style it. Um, you know, bring it back even farther than Batman, we would go all the way back to the Madman world uh, when it was appropriate to drink in your office. So, you know, sometimes we like to throw back and then throw back. You know, I, uh, I had a lunch with uh, so, some prospects today and I, I, was, I, I threw it out there. I was like, so who do you want? We met at Cooper's Hawk, right? Which, you know, just a winery restaurant. So I was like, do you want some wine? I mean, I don't, don't order a bottle of wine. They, they said, no, maybe that's why I'm drinking wine tonight. Maybe. <laughs> It's just fiending for it earlier. I don't know. Well, either way, here's to all of you. Cheers. L'chaim. Guys. To another better business brewing. There was my choice, though. I think the doc knows that wine is my, my preference. We may have shared a few glasses in the past. <laughs> okay. Okay. And in the future. Serious, very, very serious question to kick this off. Red or white? Oh, red. Not even. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The bolder, the better. Oh, uh, so you're like uh, a cab fan? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Zin, Zins too? Zinfandels maybe? Uh, they're okay. They have its place, but Cabernet is my, my weakness. Super, super Tuscanese. You enjoy those too? They can have yeah, some cool flavors. Like yeah. Yeah. Anything from Napa. Um, Camus is, you know, no fun. Yeah. That is my favorite. Have you been to that vineyard? I haven't yet. It's a gorgeous vineyard. It's one of the prettier vineyards out there uh, yeah. along the trail. They have a, they have a beautiful heart statue. That's, that's really gorgeous. And it's overlooked. Like you just sit and drink looking over the mine. I mean, you do that at all the vineyards, but some vineyards are kind of like have a, nicer feel to them than others and camus is not only a really nice vineyard it is very nice wine yeah. uh, and not like absurdly expensive either which napa can be i just read a, so so this is totally off topic for like bbb per se but i just read an article that the average cost of a hotel room in napa now is 1300 dollars a night which doesn't shock me because when yeah. we used when we used to live out there even the best western which is like a best western plus which is actually very nice um, in like Southern Napa was hundreds of dollars a night, like four or $500 a night. And that was like seven years ago when we lived out that way. So I guess I'm not shocked, but man, that prices people out $1,300 a night. It's even just places locally now are just out of control on a good day. It's like six, $700 a night for an average hotel. That's crazy. Up for lost time for the last two years and the hotels really suffered 
And so people have a little money in their pocket again. So they are um, just making up for lost time. I will say if any of those places that we just highlighted would like to sponsor a trip for us, we will be more than happy to accept. Um, you, and you, you know, could I, be a great sponsor of this wonderful BBB episode. I, I will say I, I am concerned that like we, we, we like quadrupled the amount of viewers because we started talking about wine country. I may, maybe we're talking about the wrong things in BBB. We just need to talk about wine country a little bit more often. Well, anytime us wine, I'll be happy to be one of your guests. <laughs> It's a good one. I could talk about Napa all day. It's been, it's been enough oh, years living living out there. That's how Gary Vanderchuk started. So, you know, Gary V is is killing it. So, you know, there's something to it. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty area. I should learned a lot of good business lessons out of Napa. Like, for example, people are a lot more likely to say yes after you buy them a nice bottle of wine. Shocking. I know. I so mean, my I personal research has agreed to that also. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. So my personal research agrees to that also. Yes, I would agree. Oh, Napa. Okay. So getting back on track, focusing a little bit here. Before you do that, growing. let me just say to our listeners, if you are listening, we would love for you to say hi to us in the comment section so we know you're here. Uh, so please comment, say hi, ask any questions you like, and we thank you for joining us. Yes. And, and I was going to say, you're welcome to ask any questions. So you beat me to the punch, Doc. That's that's, that's where I was going. Quick draw. So you beat me to it. So I, I'm curious. So I'm going to throw this out there while, while we wait for anybody else to drop a comment or, or ask us a question here. But I ran a little poll around a bunch of professionals recently. And I asked, you know, if there was one thing, just one thing that you could do to level up and get to that, like, next level where you want to go, what is it? Top of mind, what comes top top of mind? And, and Susan, you want to you want to take a, a guess? I'm not giving you much here, but you want to take a guess what the number one thing people said would be? To level up. Yeah, just to get to the next level. What's the one thing you could change right now or, or focus in on to get to the next level? And and so instead of trying to think about what other people said, I'm curious for you personally, if I asked you that question, what would it be? I think. Um, need like what you need yeah what you what what just pops into your mind first thing hey if i focused oh. on this i would get better um passion you know passion. something interesting we didn't i didn't get that one in the poll but I, you don't feel passionate about what you're doing i don't buy that no i feel passionate about what i'm doing you're saying so let rephrase the question maybe i misunderstood so for you, what's the one thing you need to focus on to get yourself to the next level? If top of mind, the first thing that pops into mind, oh, if I got better at this, I would really get to the next level. Um. Oh, focus. Focus. Yes. What do you mean by focus? Let's, let's I, explore that. So I'll, I'll be fully transparent. I have like the, the squirrel syndrome, you know, when you're doing something that you really have to be doing to get to the next level. And there's a lot of newness, a lot of learning. Um, I get very distracted. So. Love that. Yeah. I, and and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll share why I love it. Uh, because without fail, almost everybody, no matter how they said it, said pretty much the same thing with the exception of like one, a one-off one person. Uh, it was all about time. And managing their their time and i think when you talk about focus and distractions we're really talking about how we manage our time interestingly yeah. enough i followed it up with a second question and the second question was was it really managing your time that you have an issue with and i think you'll appreciate this susan or is it managing yourself and everybody was like well it's managing me yeah right <laughs> it's managing me it, my, myself that's where people struggled and when I hear you say, hey, focus, and I'm dealing with distractions and, and this or that, I mean, to me, that that's right in line with everybody else. So I just think that's really interesting. It is. Uh, and I know for myself, like I, I just uh, expanded my business um, to a group practice from a solo practice to a group practice. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, for a few months, there was a lot of like learning and newness. And I had to do 
a full onboarding and expanding everything that I know so that it's streamlined. And it was really tough. It, it was easy as far as like checklist items to do, but getting through the checklist just personally was really, really difficult. But one thing that I learned the whole thing is just to be patient with myself, not beat myself up if I didn't get to something. And um, little by little, I was able to chip away at it. It probably took me a little longer than I would have liked, but that's just kind of how it goes. We lost Doc. I, something you said upset him. I, I, <laughs> I, maybe, he won, maybe he wanted to be a part of the group practice. I don't know. He felt left out. Uh, <laughs> Well, hopefully he'll be back on. <laughs> so, so that that's hard though, right? I mean, when we're dealing with anything new, it's it's hard because it's tiring. We have to really put our energy into it, and it's not easy to focus. It's it's one of the reasons I actually love uh, meditation mm -hmm. because I felt that meditation has allowed me to better maintain my focus. Uh, like, like I didn't even notice that doc was gone. I was so focused on what you were saying type, type of thing. Which I was thinking you guys made the best points I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's all right. We didn't say anything bad about you more than once. Yeah. So that's so that most people that you pulled said something along the lines of time management. Yes. And, and really self-management prioritization, which to me is staying focused on what's important. You know, a, a, everybody's response was really just spot on to, to managing their time, but specifically like, you know, man, like I think everybody knows the basics of managing their time, right? You know, we're all professionals. So we all have this, this, you know, we know how to do it or what to do. I think a lot of times I think we're just bad at consistently doing it and, and we self-sabotage a lot. Yeah, because it's not easy. And and I was listening to something recently that talks about like the brain doesn't know the difference between big goals and small goals. So if you're able to accomplish any goal in a day, even if it's as simple as like making the bed, like people talk about making the bed, that your brain releases chemicals to give you like a little bit of like, like a, um, like positive, um, like, I don't know what the hormone is that's released. So if you do a little task, it'll help you to do the bigger tasks. So I just found that kind of interesting. Like your brain just doesn't know the difference between both. I believe it. So, so a lot of the, our brain is very, smart and very sophisticated and also very dumb a lot of times right yeah. so it doesn't know good from bad it knows what we reinforce so while what you're saying is accurate in the sense of uh, big or small goals just knows which one's getting reinforced so if it's something that's important to you um then you do it and you accomplish it it gets that reinforcement so yeah the size of the goal doesn't necessarily matter what the piece that matters in that is that the goal is important to you. So if you're just arbitrarily making your bed, but you don't care at all about making your bed, uh, it doesn't have the same kind of effect. That's why when you read some of those books that are great as tools, you have to make sure that they fit for you. Because if, I, you're, if I'm telling you to get up and do something that has no warrant for your life, it's not going to have that same effect because your brain is just going through the motions at that point and it doesn't really care. I would imagine it would have the opposite effect, like a negative effect. Like if you're doing something that you really don't find value in, but you're doing it, I would think there would be like resentment for doing it. So just finding what those goals are that matter to you. I just feel like I got a flashback to middle school or something. <laughs> you just literally <laughs> described every morning of middle school to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Make your <bed. laughs> so so here here's 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 a follow-up question on this conversation because I'm I'm truly curious here. So you've got a lot of people that'll say, hey, tackle the hardest thing first. You buy into that? You give that a thumbs up, like, yeah, that that's the way I, I think you should be doing it, or you disagree. Either one of you. Okay. Sorry, am I back in your world? I just had to reset to go to the mobile hotspot because my office internet decided it wanted to take the night off. You never left. Don't dodge my question, bro. Don't, don't, 
<laughs> but I only caught the end of it because I was resetting the internet. So um, I All think right, I so heard you say picking the. Yeah, it, it, so kind of on that conversation, right? Uh, yeah, accomplishing a, a task that that you believe in um, is going to give you that sense of accomplishment and help you get started. Uh, a lot of people turn around and say, tackle your hardest task first thing in the morning and, and get the hardest thing done first. And people live by this, right? I'm just curious, that, is that a thumbs up to you? You agree with that? Or do you think, hey, better to start small, just knock some things out of the way? Don't you, don't do it. I see the look on your face. You've got to give me more than it depends. You've got to give me more than it depends. Depends. Yeah. <laughs> Adult diapers. <laughs> Can I, can I? Yes, jump in please. on this, please, please, please. It really is about where you are in regards to your drive. So if you are like, you wake up, you're like, all right, I'm ready to tackle the day, the big stuff for sure. But if you are really struggling and you have things that need to get done and you're just in a slump, then just starting with something just to kind of get you out of the slump so I, I, it kind of is, it depends. Sorry to say. Thank you, That's Susan. <laughs> what I get for, for drinking with therapists. I, <laughs> I brought this on myself. Exactly. I, 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 There's not a thing you said that I can really disagree with, right? If you're struggling to, I mean, do the basics, then yeah, just, just doing something at all is a win. Uh, there, there, there's no doubt about it. I don't see the thing is I don't necessarily believe in the doing the hardest thing first. I, I, I mean, for some people, I have no doubt it works. You know, then one size never fits all. We know that. Uh, I personally don't like doing the hardest thing first. I like to get some wins under my belt and then do the harder thing and then get some more wins under my belt because a lot of times that harder thing means I'm getting kicked in the, in the stomach a little bit. You know, especially in, in the sales oriented role, which um, yeah, I tend, every business I've ever been in is sales oriented. So, you know, you build up some wins, you get kicked in the stomach, you build up some wins, you get kicked in the stomach. And that allows me to be consistent throughout the day. So so for me personally, that just works really well. Um, I think and just reiterate. Go, sorry, go ahead, Susan. No, I was going to say confidence equals consistency. Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes word? it much easier. Confidence. It just reinforces what I was saying earlier, too, uh, and reinforcements in one of those behavior words. So I threw that in there purposely. Um, but it reinforced what I was saying earlier about how you take those tools and then you implement them in your life, how they fit you the best. Because what JB just said is accurate. One size does not fit all. And it goes back to what I always say about an experiment. Like we're doing an experiment. We're taking these tools, but we have to try different strategies for us. And sometimes that might be working on the hardest thing for you is that motivation that you need other people you might need to get some wins under your belt but you start to learn your style so try different ones um and see which one works for you and then try some other ones even if you find one you think you like try some other ones and then get some actual data points to look back and say all right now i can take a piece of this one a piece of that one and this is what's going to work for me yeah. and keep evolving and even for any of us, I, I mean, I think it changes day by day, right? What you might be able to do for, you know, a couple months, depending on where you're at in your headspace, you know, is, is one thing. And then, you know, something happens and it's like, oh, I, it's no longer going to work for me right now. Yeah. Uh, Keep evolving. Right. There, there, there's this whole like push through mentality that I think we have as uh, culturally right now, which I don't always buy into fully. And I'm a, I am not somebody that's ever been accused of like not pushing through, you know, I, I, I mean, generally, I, I, I tend to to work a lot. Um, I'm not like a slacker per se. I've never, never been accused of that. So, I, but I, I don't know that I believe in the pushing through all the time, which kind of gets like uh, people get put on a pedestal for that stuff nowadays. The hustle. So, so if you're watching us live, uh, and I say that because this is also comes out on as a podcast. Yep. Uh, but if you are listening on the podcast, you also could be aware that we also release our podcast on YouTube. So you could also still see what we're talking about then. Um, but we do like to throw some fun stuff on the screen occasionally. Uh, and what we just did there was our, if you did listen to our podcast, uh, is that one coming out? It might not be out yet. About Hustle 265. And this is my new thing I'm coining because everyone's talking about 365. You got to hustle all the time. And I'm a proponent of 265 is plenty. 
Like that gives you your two weeks vacation. It gives you a day off every week. Um, it's all about finding that balance for you. And that, you know, that is an arbitrary number also. So you find that number that works for you, but hustle 365 is that's dangerous, man. That's not good. Well, that's burnout city sooner or later. You gotta be like Susan block and take two weeks vacation before you join us. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's taking time for yourself. I know people talk about it all the time, but it really just recharges you. You know, it's like it, it shifts your whole perspective. Like I'm excited to be back home and, and, you know, get back into the groove. Whereas right before I left, I was like exhausted. I just felt completely deflated. So it's uh, really important. And, you know, I think like what you said, Doc, that, you know, this hustle, it's like we live in this society where it's like, go, 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 go. And people are praised for that. Like I have a, a, a friend who like prides herself on always being super busy. That's like the, the, the thing I hear when we chat on the phone. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm like, is that a good thing all the time? So, so that I, I got a lot to say about that. I mean, busy versus productive, right? You know, we talk about that all the time, the difference between being busy, 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 and actually being productive because for most of us, you know, I, it's like four hours of real good work a day. And, and that's about the extent that most of us are capable of, capable of. You know, it, it's, it's so, you know, again, this is kind of a cultural thing, but I, uh, it, it amazes me how little uh, value people place on time because they're, they're constantly, you know, spending it working and they're not spending it on themselves. And it's like, you know, the wealthiest people are the ones with time. They're not the ones with the most money. They're the ones with the most time. And, uh, you know, often the, that does go hand in hand. Don't get me wrong, but it's, it's time. That's you, you can't buy time. <laughs> you just, you, you, you can't, I, I mean, it's more valuable than anything else we have. It would be an amazing thing if we saw people focused on time the way we saw them focus on money. I think people would be a lot happier and would spend more time on themselves. And again, it goes back to what we were saying about find out what makes you happy. So if you like to work a lot and that actually is making you happy, then do it. I mean, obviously still make sure that you're checking in with yourself because burnout is real and it goes from you know, feeling okay to super burned out and like really quickly, it could happen quick um, if you're not prepared. So make sure you are checking in with yourself. But if, if that is something that motivates you, then don't be afraid to do that also. But if it's not, then don't think you have to. It's again, going back to if we haven't had anything that's been consistent to this whole BBCV so far is really finding you and what works for you and making it adapt for you. We love that. Yeah. So, so oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask you a question. So, so you say what you're going to say, then I got a question for you. Yeah, no. And I also think it's like, there's this thing about like always leveling up. Like when I get to my goal then I have to, you know, do more to get to the next level and then I have to do more to get to the next level. And it's like, if you're okay with like having a cap, that's like looked down upon. I feel like in, in our society, in our world. And I think that that's, that needs to change. I mean, if people are into it, like you said, doc, then, and go for it and it's making you happy, keep going. But I just wonder, there's a lot of people out there that are going, going, going and trying to level up. And like, when, when is it enough? And are you enjoying it? Like, when right. you get to that level, are you celebrating that level up? I mean, are you taking some time to sit with that and actually see how it feels? Just feel like I'm getting picked on right now, and you two don't even know you're picking on me, but well, you are. I, I have a little idea. <laughs> I like, stop describing me. <laughs> I feel like we might have had a conversation about this recently. I didn't so, mean to ask you were going to ask me a question. Yeah, just, just in general, because I, I think there's something here. Uh, you know, we, so much of what we do in JB and the doc is about, you know, helping people be successful in, in business because so many people fail. And, and so a, a large focus is on impact. And so I, so I think there, there's really something here when we talk about 
burnout and that impact on a business and somebody's health, mental health and physical health, because it's it's pretty damaging to, to burn yourself out. I, I mean, it's, it's much worse than if you just pulled back and actually to carry yourself a little bit. What I wanted to ask you is, do you know your own signs when you're kind of like approaching burnout personally? Are there kind of red flags where you're like, uh oh, I'm getting close? Yeah. Yes, I know it. I can feel it. It's it's a visceral reaction in my body where I actually like, again, full transparency, like I start to feel like shallow breathing. I have like a knot that's kind of like in the pit of my stomach. Like I know my body well and I know when I start to like, you know, struggle to even talk. Like I know it sounds crazy, but it, it's like it's anxiety. And, and I'm not giving myself permission to reset. And I can feel it coming. Um, and, and I start to feel resentful. I start to feel even just, you know, daily tasks become more tedious than they need to be. So those to me are all signs that I need to like stop. I need to like really take a look at what's priority and what can wait. And I'm not always great at it. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out. I've, I've made a couple of changes recently, which, you know, I'll, I'll share maybe in a couple of months, um, just in business where I have started to slow down a bit. I, I think slowing down is actually important to being productive. Um, so for myself, I needed to take a step back in order to move forward. I use like the analogy of a bow and arrow in order for the arrow to move forward and have the momentum that it needs to hit the goal or the target, you have to pull all the way back. And recently I've like kind of pulled back and, and assessed to take a look at what I need to do for myself and for my business. Do you feel like you've always known that or that's something you've learned and modified over time? I think it's something I have recently, well, I guess I probably have known it, but I was kind of into the hustle and, and getting to where I, I thought I wanted to be. And then when you kind of get there, you're like, hmm, what am I compromising to be here? And I kind of realized some things that I was compromising. And so even though I'm, I'm going to continue to grow financially and and you know better position myself um, i'm not having to hustle in the way that i was doing before so i think that's the part that i've learned some some real insight here uh from from what i'm hearing susan because we culturally it, you know and again i think these are like systemic issues that i see from a lot of professionals i mean this is stuff that's that the person always trying to overbook and push ourselves beyond what we're really truly capable of doing well and uh it's 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 not healthy for any number of report it's bad business to to over schedule uh because that means you're not you're not actually giving the true time and attention you probably need for each priority you have when you over schedule I, like nothing drives me crazier than the person whose calendar is full all day long <clears throat> doc uh, <laughs> only, a couple of days only, a only a couple days a week i know but you know that that back to back to back to back i think is a very unhealthy thing unless you're basically saying hey this block of time for an hour is really only 50 minutes and i have five minutes before and five minutes after to kind of do the pre and the post work and anything else that comes up in between uh we we tend to over schedule we tend to lead ourselves to to burn out i think uh and we don't give ourselves any time to to pull back to reflect to absorb to process you know especially when we're dealing with emotions and i'm guilty of this one uh, it, it's a real issue, I think, it, with professionals today, that constant need to be keeping ourselves busy hurts mm -hmm. us more than it helps. Yeah. And I, I, I just don't think, you know, you're, you're good at everything. So you really have to modify so that you can, I, I, I like to be able to focus on a few things and do them really well than have too many things and just feel scattered and that I'm always kind of behind the eight ball in everything. 
Doc, what are your signs, if any? I mean, I generally, it's like a sense I kind of get. Um, sometimes I miss it because, you know, human. And, um, but I feel it and I know it more when I do allow myself to schedule something uh, like a vacation or a day off. Because uh, then I'm really feeling like I can't wait for that to happen. And that's when I know. Right. Like I know, oh, there's something coming up where I get a day off or, oh, in two weeks, there's that holiday weekend, which I can pretend like it's not a day I have to work. Um, I start to feel it and I'm like, I wait and I wait for that. And, you know, like like I said, this in the beginning, I'm taking a Vegas trip coming up. Uh, it wasn't really planned, but once I booked it, like I it's been on my calendar. I know it's coming up and I'm so excited just to be able to, you know, turn off for a little bit. Yeah. And sometimes it is that sometimes it's just throwing something random on there. And that's where I say, learn yourself and try to just practice, try different things, like throw a day off We're you're kind of just joking a little second ago, um, serious in a joke, right? Where we book our calendars and what JB was hinting at with me is like, there's two days a week where I book a lot. Um, those are my therapy days of, and I know those are going to be that. So I book them tight and I book them long, but I, I've learned over time that I can do that for a couple of days knowing that I had the next day free and I don't do it to myself three, four days in a row. I know I can go hard for that day because I know I'm giving myself time the next day to not do that. Um, but that took time and learning. I used to book it over four days. Now I learned to book it like very strong into, you know, and then I'll add days in and sessions in throughout the week that aren't full days though. But I've learned over time how to do that for myself. So that might not work for someone else. I talk to other therapists when we have our, our meetings and stuff, and they can't do more than a few in a row, or they can't do more than a few in a day, and then they work you know, five days with a few sessions. And that works for them. Which one's right? Which one's wrong? Neither. It's just learning and running that experiment and finding out which one works best for you. And I'm you know, constantly modifying that and playing around with that because it's still learning. And then when I feel like it's too much, Jet out of town for a few days. <laughs> Is it May yet? It's close. It's almost there. By the time this launches, it's it's here. <laughs> Actually, yes. The same, like, do you have those warning signs? You know, I I would say I I have really poor self awareness when it comes to this. I'm guilty of poor self awareness um, because I'll probably pushed myself into that red zone and passed it pretty often. I, like you think about like a car with its engine revving, I'll just run red for like a few days in a row. Uh, and I'll know I'm doing it in a sense where it's like, I know I'm pushing myself beyond kind of what would be my comfort zone. Uh, but generally if I am, if I'm scheduled, you know, and I, I, I control my own schedule, but if I choose to schedule, I, I, I keep my schedule for the most part. I really, I really don't, I, I, I rarely adjust my schedule unless I absolutely need to. So I, I do, I miss it a lot, but I'll know Susan when I start feeling overwhelmed and typically the overwhelm will come for me when I have too many things hitting me at once. Uh, and that's, that's generally a sign. It's like, uh Oh, I, uh, if I'm not comfortable handling this right now, it's, probably because I needed to take a step back at some point and I, and I did it. Um, but I'll say, un, unlike, I think what, what the docs mentioned and what, what you brought up is I think I've learned over the years to really kind of, especially I, I've been responsible for my own schedule for, for over a decade uh, where really nobody, nobody's, you know, looking over my shoulder on a, on a regular basis for, for a really long time. I, I've learned to really get good at micro breaks to to keep myself running at a high level uh, on a regular basis without really having to pull myself away completely. Now that's not that's not like a complete fix. So it's kind of like drinking a coke in a sense. Like I'm able to like work through something and and, and keep my energy levels up, but it's probably not the healthiest way to do it long term. Uh, but I've gotten very good at that. So it's like oh I need an hour, then I'm I'm just going to keep that clear tomorrow so I can get an hour back. And that's usually enough for me to kind of, okay, I got, I, I, I'm back, back at it and I'm good. So overwhelm though is definitely that red flag. 
I just want to be clear that he said, uh, drink a Coke. <laughs> that was the verb he used. <laughs> yeah. I did say drink a Coke, right? I said, I said have a Coke. That yeah, was yeah. the verb. Said, drink, drink Coke. Yes. <laughs> you don't need me to do anything. I won't even drink soda. I don't need sugar. You don't need me to have anything to up me. I'm up enough. <laughs> well, I think when you're, as you're listening, and we'd love to have some comments on this, if you want to drop them in, in below on whether if you're listening to us on Facebook or LinkedIn, on our inside the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab, or even listening later on yeah. Watch uh, it YouTube, on YouTube or something. Or podcast, you can still drop some comments for us. We'll get back to you. Um, but what you're hearing here, I think, consistently is that we all have different styles, right? We've all figured out different ways that it works for us. And that's again, goes back to the theme of what we're saying is trying to find that for you. And I think you all heard us say also is we've modified that over time. We figured out different things that work and we're still learning a lot of them. So even as, you know, so-called experts at this, that we are, we are coming at you and giving this beautiful information because we spend a lot of time working and studying on it. That still involves us constantly learning and, and modifying and, and keep evolving uh, to get to that mastery. Yeah. For the flip side to this, which I was thinking about also when we were talking about, because, you know, I like to say more than one thing's true. Um, there might be some people that are hearing break, 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 break. And sometimes you have to push through that, right? If we listen to some other, a lot of the speakers are like, oh, you got to push past your comfort zone. That is also true. We're not saying that you to be afraid to push past your comfort zone and try these things. It's what we're talking about in the moment, right? So if you're feeling burnout, this is what we're talking about. If you're feeling like that you're being lazy and you're not getting things accomplished off your list or lacking some motivation or putting yourself into a safety box, then yeah, maybe you need to also push past it. Those are two different things. I just want to be clear that we don't, we're not knocking down the idea of actually pushing yourself to try new things in, but those moments need to be the right thing. Yeah, good point. Because I could also see those people in the back of my mind right now going, but what What about this and that? Well, <laughs> I won't say any names until they sponsor us. <laughs> I, I think a athletes will, will appreciate this, right? You know, willpower is, is a muscle. And the more you work a muscle and the harder you push a muscle, the, the more fatigue is going to build up. And there's, you know, there's so much the mind can do before your body will start to break down on you, right? And there's, you know, there's even a term for when you overwork your muscles and you over fatigue. It's like ribo or rhino or whatever it is where your blood cells start breaking down on you. Uh, and, and serious athletes that overtrain sometimes experience this. It's pretty common in like triathlons, for example, of triathletes. Uh, and, you know, serious professional athletes deal with this in college athletes as well. So, you know, there's something to be said about pushing yourself through, but to fail to appreciate that there's fatigue happening there, I think is a big mess for most people. And so it, it, it's, I, there's nothing wrong with pushing as long as you're aware that we all have limits and we have limits for a reason, right? It's to protect ourselves yeah. from ourselves. Finding time to push and finding that time to, to relax. A little thing we like to call balance. Yeah. And I'll, I know for myself, just in the last like four or five months, just expanding my own practice, I had to learn a lot of new things at one time. And I know for myself, and again, I'm just speaking for me, but I think a lot of people can relate to this. It's when I know I have a lot of new things to learn, I know I'm going to be overwhelmed. Like I already know before I even start that I'm going to be overwhelmed. So it's almost like I, I procrastinate because I know what's coming. I, and, and that just terrifies me. So it's like once I like step into it, I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, it's like learning a new language. Like, all right, I'm in it. I'm going to, you know, immerse myself in it, but it's going to be painful. And it's like, I have to roll up my sleeves and be fully prepared for it. So I think that's the part that I just, um, I struggle with. I do it, but it's a struggle. Re reminds me with people and public speaking, right? It's almost like, and I don't wanna, I don't wanna presume for you, but it's almost like the anxiety of doing something is harder than actually doing it. A hundred percent, yes. 
there is a part of it though, like when you are in it. So like if I'm learning something new, like with technology, you know, I'm not great at technology. So know that there's going to be like little blips that are going to happen thing, little frustrations that I can't account for. So it's like the buildup of like, okay, this is going to not be fun. Some of it, and you have to be prepared to just go through it anyways. So part of it is the buildup, but the other part of it is actually the work itself sometimes. Absolutely. And it, it goes back to perspective too. I think for a lot of people, when you're going into those situations, if you go into it with the idea that it's going to suck um, and only that, then it's going to suck. Um, if you go into it, not knowing at all what to expect and you kind of, don't set yourself up for any kind of success that, you know, this could be detrimental, but if you had the perspective like, Hey, it might suck, but I'm going to get this, this, and this, and I know that it's going to suck. So I'm prepared for it to suck and it doesn't hit as hard, right? Because you you've taken away that anticipation, that unknown by saying it, this is what's going to happen, but then you're aware of it in the moment. So you can deal with it a lot better. We have a hard time dealing with stuff that we don't know, but if we say that we know what we're going to happen, even if it's not a good thing, it just switches that little piece in our brain that's like, all right, I know it's going to suck, but I'm going to do it and I'll, I'll survive it. And that can get you through it. And I think that leads me back to when we first started talking, like passion. If, you, if you're passionate about what you're doing, even though there's some tedious tasks that are involved, just like you said, Doc, just like knowing what the end result's going to be and what that's going to feel like when you get there. Like I'm now on the other side of it where I have my group practice and I went away, you know, on a couple of trips over the last couple of weeks and, you know, the practice was open and running and clients were being seen and I didn't have to be there. And so all that hard work over the last four to six months is, is really now paying off. And so I'm, I'm, it's it's an exciting time because I was kicking and screaming part of the way to get here. And now that I'm here, it feels really good. So I think passion is what kind of keeps you going, even when it gets tough. I think it's time to celebrate with another vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so that made me think of something. Um, one of the three of us on the screen right now uh, just went through like a 12 hour uh, ruck training where he kind of ran with uh, what I guess would be equivalent to a person on your back through the water or through the sand. And just the sound of 12 hours of doing that is excruciating, but there had to be some sort of like thing on the other end of that, that had to motivate to kind of go through that. It was definitely one of the three of us on the screen. I'll let you guess which one it is. Well, I'm a woman. Um, I know it's not me. Cause you said, <laughs> <laughs> You know, they, 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 they're not a, running from anything. They, there was a there was a number of women there. I, I was carrying a couple of them for most most of the night. So, yeah, you know, it, it's a it's an interesting thing because a, a lot of people say that, that you know, the things I do, I, I'm a little bit of a nut for doing them and a little crazy. And I'm just I'm into things that other people might not be too into. But, uh, you know, we talk a lot about community doc uh, and we talk about being a part of something greater than ourselves. And there is something to be said about sharing a, like misery with other people a little bit. And I use misery loosely here, right? But you share some pain with other people for the purpose of doing something as a whole, for the purpose of doing something greater than yourself. And there is absolute, there's absolute uh, satisfaction and fulfillment you get from that. And, and that's why so much of what we talk about is building out a community and doing for others and being part of something greater than ourselves. Cause I, I, I really do believe, and I know you do too, doc and Susan, I wouldn't be surprised if you feel the same way that, um, we, we all want to be a part of something greater than just ourselves. And that is a, what I did was a vehicle to be able to do something like that. But it was also a vehicle for me to be able to push myself and to actively seek out something that required me to push through and do something really hard. Uh, but here's what, the kicker. What did you do? Dying to know. Well, well, yeah, so set him up and he didn't fall through. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm involved with the go ruck community, G O R U C K. 
which is led by ex-special force uh, cadres, uh, and they take groups of people together, and you put a, a backpack with weight on, and uh, you're, you're, you're tasked with working together as a team uh, to do a variety of different challenges, which often include carrying a lot of heavy weight, whether it's it's people or boulders or couches with people on them or whatever it happens to be, uh, and work as a team and, and figure out how to, how to work through this. Uh, so it's as much about team building and leadership and, uh, honoring our, our veterans and our, and our fallen as it is anything else, but it's, there's some real camaraderie that develops from something like that. And so it's a really neat thing. So if anybody's into something totally different, uh, there's a huge amount of health benefits with something like, like go rock, uh, just carrying heavy weight and, Susan, I know you see me like every other morning because we live so close together and you got to be like, what is this guy doing? He's crazy. <laughs> I, 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 so it's funny because you're like, you know, the last 10 years looking over my shoulder and I'm like, I think I look over your shoulder every morning when I see you at the <laughs> One day, I'm going to on one of your videos. <laughs> I want to get the background waving. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, I really admire your like it, it, the consistency, like I'm out there walking my dog, like half asleep. And, and I see you with this like backpack on and meditating. And I just think it's so incredible. No, I'm a, I'm a routine driven guy. Um, so, so I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. Um, I am, a, I'm a little nuts for what I do probably, but I, I appreciate the compliment. I'll, I'll bring this back home now. I'm going to bring this full circle because it's interesting. I did that, that and it was a 12 hour event. Um, and I probably averaged over hundred pounds on my back for 12 hours and I pushed myself, right? I don't train for 12 hour events. I, you know, most of my workouts are high intensity, 20 minutes, maybe an hour and a half at most. So 12 hours is a push. I paid the price. So not only did I pay the price in that I, I had to take a break from exercise, but I got, I got pretty sick afterwards, not immediately afterwards, but close enough afterwards that I could probably say, all right, you know, I probably lowered my immuno system. I compromised my immune system by what I did. And I ended up losing a couple of weeks of exercise, a couple of weeks of meditation. I, I wasn't as good, as sharp at, at work and in my business as I'd like to be. And so you can push and we're all capable of doing it. And there's reasons you might want to do it from time to time, but know if you push too much, you're probably going to pay a price. And so that that's my lesson, right? You know, and I, I don't mind paying that price, but you pay it. Right. And that's again, where you, you find out what's that for you, right? So there's a balance to it. There's always a balance and our body's going to let us know when we need a break. Either if we don't know, our body's going to tell us one way or the other. Hopefully that's not ending up in the hospital because that's some way people find out. Um, but finding that balance is great because you know, like he's not going to go do that. I'm hoping as far as I know, you're not going to go do that every week. You know, that's going to be something that you do very sporadically. It's a, a challenge that you're going to set yourself up for. And you know, there's going to be a sacrifice at the end of that. And, you know, to go back to what we were saying earlier about when to find those times to push through and when those times to make sure you're taking a break, there is that. There's always going to be a give and take with that. I know when I'm going on vacation, I'm going to lose a few days of work, but that's worth it for me for that week. Those days that I know I'm going to work through and have those longer days, I'm going to sacrifice something through that day, uh, whether it be some time with friends or whatever it may be, right? Or having a little extra time throughout the day to take some more breaks than I would like. So I'm giving up something, but I'm doing it with knowing that I'm balancing it somewhere. So just that's, I think what I want to make sure everyone's understanding is you can go both ways. There's a lot of things, more than one thing can be true. Um, and just keep trying different strategies. And if you can't find them on your own, there's plenty of people around to help you. And there's three of us on the screen that all do that in different ways. Yeah. Um, so, and plenty of other people we, we know that do that as well. So don't, it don't have to be us, but we'll happy to share some info with you. But, you know, find that and find that, keep trying different strategies. Just because you tried one doesn't mean that's going to be the one for you. And if I could add, you know, just kind of what you're saying. So um, I, I trained for two half marathons um, and, and that's no joke, you know, training for, uh, you know, half marathon for me, it was, you know, a big challenge. 
Um, and, and I was good with, with the training and the challenge and you had to give up, you know, Saturday morning, Sunday mornings, you know, to, to put in the miles. Um, I signed up for a full marathon and when I thought about the training that was going to be involved for a full marathon, I knew I had reached my limit. I, I said, there's no way I, I won't compromise that many hours to do that. I will compromise to do the half, but I won't compromise to do the full. And so even though I signed up and paid for it, I backed out. Um, so it's, it's knowing what you want to push through and, and, and challenge yourself with, and then really knowing when enough is enough. I know when enough is enough. <laughs> and we're I, about that time. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good yeah, segue. Wait. We, we are remind it reminds me right from the very beginning doc when you kind of said like um hey you know I, you can do something and if you don't really if there's no value to you doing it it's not going to do anything for you right that kind of sounds like the the full marathon <laughs> it's like there's no value i mean this is crazy why am i doing this <laughs> yeah i know i'm not doing it i can tell you that <laughs> it, it's a lot it's quite a bit i i did i did one walking that was enough with 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 my backpack but it, it was it was pretty brutal i paid the price on that one too i'd be about three minutes in and then all of a sudden i would all have a <laughs> so anyone that's paying attention we just said squirrel <laughs> which I, I this is for i know jb probably took that reference right away um but i appreciate it when you said that right away susan because if you've been through our time mastery or our time management course uh, to extra time the squirrel comes up a lot <laughs> it makes an appearance quite a bit throughout that course um spoiler alert uh but it's so i appreciate it right away when i when i heard you say squirrel i'm like oh yeah it's us <laughs> All if you don't know what I'm talking about, please check, please ask us because it, it, uh, it is helpful. Just well, this, this, DMs. Oh, really? Just buy me a drink first, baby. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, is, this has been a good conversation. I, I don't know that I expected it to, to kind of cover what we covered, but I, I enjoyed the conversation tonight. I, uh, I, I really did. Susan, any, any top takeaways on your end? I think just, first of all, this was great. I love, it's great hanging out with you guys in the evening time rather than in the, uh, the daytime hours. So thank you for having me on. And I think takeaway is just, you know, I think doc, what you said makes so much sense. It's like, find your rhythm, find what works for you. You know, what you read in a book might not be the right fit for you, but do what feels right. For you. Well, like anytime we end on doc, you're right. <laughs> but so you're not allowed to talk Jamie. No, just kidding um i did want to bring up something that i learned today uh what i was actually going to talk about in the very open then we kind of just went off on this um this is a one-year anniversary of susan's uh appearance on our podcast no, no way really yeah that's this awesome week, yeah. i did not know that I got a Facebook memory today too that said that. And I was like, oh, look at that. What timing. That's hard. That, guys. And yeah, still one of our sweet. favorite uh, podcast episodes of all time and oh, one of our oh, most downloaded and listened to. So if you haven't heard it, you need to go check it out inside the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab podcast, which you can find on our website or Spotify or a lot of you might be actually listening to it right this second. There. Um, or Apple or any of those places you find it. Uh, but it was a great episode. And your anniversary yeah cool so so my my brand new biggest takeaway from tonight is we need to do this more than once a year yeah <laughs> we gotta get better about that uh that's wild that i did not know that doc mm -hmm. um that's pretty crazy susan yeah. welcome back yes well don't wait a year to ask me to be back on in some form so let's make this a habit any invitation and if you're listening you would like more of susan because who doesn't <laughs> susan you want to let everybody know how they can find you 
Sure. Um, they can visit my website at CoralSpringsCounselingCenter.com. And of course, if you Google Susan Block, you're going to get all kinds of good stuff. Well, there's another Susan Block out there that has not. If anybody's there. Who's the imitator? <laughs> the Susan Block, the sex doctor. And she looks very different than me. So you will know the difference. <laughs> but she's all over the internet. So I'm not, that's not me. <laughs> well, well now, now we might need another Susan Block guest podcast interview. I don't know. <laughs> So, Susan Block, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having yes. me. Thank, thank you, Susan. For all our, our listeners, our guests, uh, if you haven't already, uh, please give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a follow, give us a five-star review. We do this for you to leave a better impact in the world and to, to give you the insight and wisdom so you can get better and level up to master yourself. So, so do us a favor, give us some love, and we will catch you next month again at BBB. And if you want to follow us everywhere, our social media, at JB and the Doctor, or at our podcast or our website, jbandthedoctor.com. And we look forward to seeing you all those places. Peace out, you. Bye, everybody.